the Frames Per Second podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Duce, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect. And you're now tuned into the Frames Per Second Podcast. In this episode, we are reviewing the Broadway blockbuster, Hamilton, which is now also a big hit for Disney Plus since they got exclusive streaming rights, which now makes it a film, which is why we're doing it now. Um, Join us. We have, once again, the lovely Tyler from Dead End Gaming. How you doing? Hey, what up, though? Thanks for having me. Appreciate you being on here. I didn't know you was in the musicals. Oh, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm super into musicals. Like, we don't have to get into details, but I have, yes, I've, I've been into musicals for, like, my whole life. Well, glad to have you on, because, hmm. you know, one of our crew members ain't <laughs> fucking with musicals. <laughs> Shout out to me, though. He's going to be on the next one. He promised. Um, but, yeah, let's get into it. So, first thoughts. Or has anyone else seen it, the actual play, or is this the first time y'all all seen it through first, Disney Plus? First time. Yeah, I've seen the play. I saw it live. Mm. You said you saw it live? What did you see Wait. it live? Oh, yeah. I, was about to ask I saw it live in uh, in Detroit, like, uh, last April. Oh, okay. Was the V digged in that one? Uh, no, it wasn't the original cast. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually, that was one of the things why it was, like, still really dope to me, because I got the opportunity to see the original cast, and I had not before. That was basically, you know, like, how they do with anything, where it's just, like, people learn the roles and learn the music and stuff like that. It was still really, really dope. And I loved it. And I've been listening to the soundtrack ever since then. But this was my first time seeing it with the original cast. So that was new for me. So how did you like it? I loved it. Like, I mean, I've loved it since I saw it. I really wanted to see it before I saw it. Um, And then once I saw it, I was listening to the soundtrack afterwards. So yeah, I'm super, I'm super into Hamilton. The soundtrack came out before the actual uh, musical, right? Itself, right? Wasn't it called like the Hamilton mixtape or something like that? That was like a read. They did that during the run. I thought it was like- Yeah, it was still on Broadway, I think, when that, because that's kind of how it like proliferated throughout society so that other people got really into it. Like people that weren't necessarily going to shit on Broadway or, you know, weren't trying to pay all that damn money to see it on Broadway. But yes, it was available to stream and stuff like that. But um, in terms of actually seeing it, the only way to do that before was like on Broadway for a minute, and then it started like traveling throughout the U.S. and stuff like that. Okay, Nate, what are your thoughts on it after seeing it? So this was my first time watching it, obviously, because I never saw the play. It was my <coughs> first time hearing any of the music. I, of course, I knew what Hamilton was. You'd have to live under a rock to not have heard about the play, but um, this was the first time I'd heard anything from it. Um, I think 
Rod's description of it was sums up how I felt about it. It was really, really good, but it was whack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop right there. <laughs> Mike, hmm. tell me, did it blow you away like everybody else? Um <laughs> no. I really hate to say this, <laughs> but I really hate this Nicholas. <laughs> this was some bullshit. <laughs> Whose idea was this? Hey, Nick. Nah, was it? Nah, it was God not. Damn nah. it. <laughs> Don't try to blame Or was it Roderick? I was going to say. Because I asked the question in the chat. I was like, are y'all sure? <laughs> yeah, we had to talk about this. It was, it was my idea. It was my idea. All right, so then why? Speak on it. I mean, just you said, it's like one of the biggest things right now. For us to be friends for a second, it just, I mean, for us not to cover this, it just would be like, come on. Like, we have to cover this. Like, even if we think we're going to hate it or love it or whatever, we, we have to cover it. Did you like, hate it or love it? Nay's already kind of told you, like, but <laughs> this was like, this was torture for me, man. Like, damn. damn. Yes. This was torture for me. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, Tyler. God, Leo, sorry. But man, this was torture for me. And, and, it, and I don't know if it's just, not just because it's Hamilton. I just already went into it. I don't like musicals. So uh, it already went into, I, I already knew I wasn't going to like it just based off of that. But yeah, man, that, that, that's how, that's how like, like what I said, it was done really well, like the production of it and everything. And that's what Nay was um, alluding to when she said that I thought it was done well, but it was whack. It's like, it's like the best produced whack thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it's the, it's the only way I could describe it, man. It's, oh my God. I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm in the hip hop world. She's about to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, but. Man, it's just so many different things about it that makes it whack. Like they did, like what? What was it? Like, they said the uh, the, 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 the ten, ten dual commandments. <laughs> that was my end too. I cut that shit the fuck off, man. The ten dual commandments. It's a duel. You count to ten and you shoot. I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> um, you ever heard? You you've heard of the ten crack commandments, right? Think of the oh, big and small. So that's so so that's I didn't said. put that together. Oh, oh well that's why. that's why that shit was offensive. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Ken, you were singing earlier, so you, uh, does that mean you was <laughs> you was fucking with it, bro? <laughs> um I enjoyed it, actually. Oh, hell Listen, I hate by yourself or you was with the wife and kids. Was, yeah, it was me and the wife and actually the in-laws. So Damn, um beautiful. But I um it, it it so my first complaint was the shit was two hours and forty minutes. More when I seen uh, that, I was like, oh about like 20 minutes in, I was like exhausted. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> like, Yo. 20 15. Man, I, I was like, are they gonna do this the whole damn movie play or whatever? It's a musical. And once that set in, I was like, they are. And but just thinking about, and I guess. What I loved about it are the things that you were saying that you loved about it um, was that when I thought about like the idea of them, just the thought process of putting all of these different things together to make this whole thing work and just how they were able to make it extremely accessible 
and recognizable in terms of Ten Crack Commandments, some of the things that they were doing that people would automatically pick on. So it wasn't over many people's head. Like, it was easy to digest. So those are the things that I, I loved about it. And the way they just kind of told this story using, you know, today's current music and, and times and, and culture, I, I was like, wow, this is, this is, I get it. I understood why people were so in love with it. What you got to say, Nay? No, I was going to say to kind of piggyback off of Ken and give a little bit more substance to why what I did like about it is that everything about this I, I love. And I think I kind of was a little, little, I was like, ugh, until um, Never Be Satisfied. That song came on and then I was absolutely hooked. I think everything was awesome about this except the fact that it was about Aunt Alexander Hamilton. Like, <laughs> under normal circumstances, I would not give it, especially right now, I would not give a damn about this story. But I think because of the fact that it was so accessible, like Ken said, because I, I almost forgot about it. My daughter is the one who had it on TV. So the 14-year-old had a couple friends on and they were in it. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that it is accessible, it's a, I mean, if you got to learn about social studies, this is a good way to do it, kids. Right. And like the music and the performances were amazing. I just didn't give a damn about Alexander Hamilton. I don't want to hear about a founding father right now. See, and for me, for my first thoughts, this is probably the greatest corniest shit I've ever seen. Like corn on the cob. But (laughs) I do appreciate because I like I like musicals. I grew up watching a lot of them like Oklahoma, The King and I, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, all that shit. And I so I I understand the aesthetics of it, but I also know how it can be corny. <sighs> Trying to use hip-hop to teach history and to tell a compelling story all at once, it kind of was like, you throwing too, again, like a reference that I made earlier in another episode, it's too much in the gumbo right now. Like, to me, the story is so boring that you have to have it be so theatrical to make it somewhat entertaining. Hmm. The story wasn't boring to me. Though. Yeah, it is. Did y'all really pay attention to the story? Boring as fuck. Did yeah. you pay like oh my god? Him like being an orphan. Yeah, immigrant. Mm-hmm. The uh, irony. Yeah, but he's super smart, but he's rebellious. And then how he goes up in the ranks. And he got beef with Burr. He got beef with Burr. He got a uh he gets a wife, but then he also gets a side chick at the same time who's a sister. It was like right. it's like what? Yeah, that was but you know I, I, I like that. Man. That's when I was into oh, it. Man. I was like, ooh, <laughs> she in love with her man, that with her was, sister man. Let's do it. It's hard to follow. Yeah, was I was like, wait, what's really? happening? Yeah. Like it was he he married the the light skinned one, Eliza, but then he was all into the, the Claire Huxable looking one. Angelica. Oh, and, my oh my god, the fact you know they're fucking <laughs> Now, Angelica was bad. I ain't gonna hold you. She looked, she was like, she what'd kept you, my attention. What'd you say, Tyler? I'm saying they said their names repeatedly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, they it, it just them. became, I'm sorry. They sung, <laughs> sorry, finish, Tyler. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just saying that, <laughs> like, when they come out, they like keep singing their names, like, yeah, like Angelica, Elijah, like over and over and over again. So you like pick up on them, like, real quick. Yeah. I this did. shit was so wild. I told them all. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question was y'all, to y'all was like, is this the best way to tell history? Like now you alluded to like through hip hop, through. I wouldn't like, say people. that it's the best way, but I think that for a certain audience, it is. Like I said, the 14 year olds loved it, but I have like art, the 14 year olds artsy and her friends are like the theater kids. So they were all into it. 
But um, I do think it is relatable to a certain demographic. And it was entertaining to me because I like that kind of stuff. My thing is like, so to us, <laughs> we understand it, right? But like, does this get muddy with like, say my son, right? When he becomes old enough to understand this, like, and let's say if Hamilton gets to the big enough, it, would this actually, would he believe that that's, you know, it was black people and all this stuff? Like, y'all ever thought about that part of it? That was my biggest issue. Like, yeah. you got black people playing slave owners. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that either. So it's just like, what do you, what, what, what is happening here? What would this do for the future generation? Like, like I said, my son, like my son is six months right now. When he's 14 and watches Hamilton, is this what he's going to think that happened? It was, it was black people or whatever. Like, mm. it, it kind of muddies the water a little bit and 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 like like mike said that's that's the one of the problems i had with this this uh this uh production personally why, why did so they like even... the flip uh, no no go ahead tyler i was gonna say like the flip side of that is because broadway and you know stories like that tend to be so overwhelmingly white and so the fact that of course lin-manuel miranda is you know puerto rican and mm-hmm. then the cast being so diverse, at least to me, was one of the things that I dug about it. But I definitely see what y'all are saying about like the slave owner aspect and uh, stuff like that. But um, just kind of looking at it from the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the um, the demographics of Broadway and how it usually is and like the people that go see Broadway. You know, I just, that, that was one of the things that was really dope to me when I first found out about it was that the, the cast was so diverse. Yeah, I think that's dope, but I just don't think it's dope for this. Exactly. Me I don't either. know. I, I like the irony in that. Of a, a reverse menstrual show? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, to have, like, if, if you really think about the mindset, the mentality of all of all them, right, back then, and how they view pe- Black people, the fact that... <clears throat> Years later, or 400 years, or however many years later, hundreds of years later, they got black people telling that story of, of them. Like, it's, there's, there's, I don't know, there's something about that that I like. It's a weird, it's weird, man. It's, it's weird, really, but imagine how pissed off would they actually be <laughs> to see that. From their grave. Because you know they're watching that shit. I would have rather them tell a different, story. a different story, like a story of the black people that built this country or something right. like that. I would have rather it be something like that than black people playing white people, white slave owners. White slave owners. And, like that, and then that like just, making them heroes. Yeah. Like that, they made Alexander Hamilton a fucking hero. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and but what, he is to a lot To who? To people who don't read, maybe. To the people He's not country. a fucking hero. I mean, he did, you know, create the, the, the banking system that saved the country and, and all this other That's stuff. not the story they were telling. They were making it seem like he was this crazy abolitionist and he was saving the slaves and all this shit. But, like... I didn't get that. Yeah, I definitely nah. got that, that I said that about John that, like, Lawrence. Say what? They said that about John Lawrence, like the, um, the guy that Miguel Ramos plays in the first half. Like, John mm-hmm. Lawrence, uh, like, actually was, like, trying to, like, free slaves and get... Um, like I don't like I, you know, but like the yeah, one who I died in South Carolina, yeah. yeah, Lawrence, yeah. They made a point to talk about his essays he wrote, and then during the rap battle, he was talking about Thomas Jefferson being a slave owner. You're talking about the Federalist Papers, those whatever essays? that fucking essay was. All those essays that he wrote, none was, of them le- was specifically yeah. calling out slave owners. Yeah, yeah. But, they were definitely making a point that he was an abolitionist. But I mean, that was a, a discussion. I think after his boy died, I think he may have lost the fire to, to continue to fight for that. But 
There was a this lot was of before that. Was it, man? Yes. <laughs> this is a, this, this is a long ass. And I know it's a long ass. <laughs> yeah, because remember, remember his um. It comes out about his affair, and his wife is pissed off. She got all his letters. She's about to burn them, but then she don't. Like or like. No, that's, different, most that's a different part. Of yeah. that's, not, oh, that's, that's not the part. Yeah, I know it's, it's long. I oh, get it. <laughs> it's a different part. It, it, it doesn't matter. Regardless, that's what I took from it. If I'm the only one that took that from it, fine. But no, I, I don't think I am because I I remember reading interviews that they were talking to like white folks who came from this play, and they were like, "What if we told you that that's not really what happened?" And they're like, "We wouldn't care because it was just beautiful." <laughs> and that's the part that bothers me. Yeah, me too. Is it's retelling a story that's not really, really? accurate. Yes. And then you're using black people to do and rap music. Yeah. Really whack rap music. Oh, fuck that shit. I, I, nah, I, man. I, I'd rather I watch like Annie. That. I fuck with Annie, though, but I'd rather watch Annie. With black people, <laughs> yeah, well, not the Annie. Jamie Foxx one, though. <laughs> <laughs> you, got your, you got your chance. You know what? Uh, you can't be happy, Mike. Hey, bro. I'm just saying, man. This shit, nah. So what if your, what if your kids really thought Alexander? Uh, Alexander Hamilton was black or, or Puerto But they wouldn't think that, though. Why wouldn't they? Why, why, are you, why do you say they Because there's so many other forms of literature and Wikipedia that says that, that shows that he clearly isn't. But what, just think if this got as popular as it did and it becomes a thing. I had to Google it, Ken. Google what? I had to make sure he wasn't Puerto Rican. <laughs> Jesus. I will say I didn't, I didn't think he was Puerto Rican. I'm playing. I'm but joking. since he was from the Caribbean, I did want to see if he had something mixed up in him. <laughs> I Mike, did go to Mike, check I ain't going to hold you. I, had to do, I actually got to <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. Because he kept on saying he's an immigrant. I'm like, immigrant? Immigrant for where, motherfucker? George Washington is a light-skinned nigga. Like, I know. Like, what the like, fuck? Like, like, George Washington look, look, look like Drake. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the shit is this? Like, like I'd be, no be mad as shit if Dominic thought George Washington was <laughs> Man, that'd be your fault, right? <laughs> It'd be, it'd be it'd be party oh, all your fault, bro. <laughs> I shouldn't have to compete against that this shit. He don't, he don't. <laughs> I shouldn't have to be like, son, George Washington is not light skinned. Why didn't why should I have to tell my son that? Right. Because you won't have to tell him that, bro. Oh no, no, man. just nah, think about come it, on, y'all. There's nah. no way in hell. This is not gonna erase history. <laughs> right. This is just gonna it's, but what if this but this what is if, Go ahead, Nate. I was going to say, but that's part of what they were trying to allude to in the musical. Like, they literally said you have no control over who tells your story. Yes. So regardless of what you have done, who you were, like, the same people that you oppressed could be the ones who tell your story. So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I, that was part of the problem that I had with it as well. But I do think it, to Ken's point, is ironic. And there is a, a certain, there is something to that. I'm in not, my opinion. I'm not saying there isn't something to it because I, I, part of me feels like you feel too, but then I like, really think about it. I'm like, damn, but I'm just thinking about long term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're, you're smart enough to know. I'm smart enough to know. I'm old enough to know. But just think about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, again, I could not help but to think about my son. <laughs> and, and, and like, if this became a thing and if it became popular and they, and they started erasing history in this type of way, because they already erased history as it is, right? So is this just another way to erase it even more? Mm-mm, so so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it, those are the thoughts I had when Ty- I was watching Tyler, this. is Rod bugging? Like, is this the thoughts that went through your mind after, like, for how much you like it? Or is it just like this nigga thinking too deep about it? I think kind of going along with what Ken said about how there's just so many. I mean, these motherfuckers is on money. You know what I'm saying? Like George Washington on the dollar bill looking white as snow. You know, Alexander Hamilton on the $10 bill looking white as snow. So I just think, I don't think it's likely, I guess, that it would get to the point where that got mixed up. Because everywhere else, they're just very clearly white and they're plastered all over the place. 
their prices are plastic. The statues and shit. Like, what if they start taking these slave owners off the money? Oh, I don't. I don't I know that we really have to worry about that. I. I'm more. I'm more with your original. Well, not your original. Well, point, yeah, but just, your I'm, earlier point, yeah, which yeah, was, yeah. I don't understand why they chose to tell this story. Yeah, I don't too, yeah. see why this story is that important to turn into a play. But now I see why it was so popular because mm-hmm. for a minute I thought it was us that was all over this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, nah, this is really cool. Nah. I thought, I know now, but I thought at the time, I thought it was a hip hop play. I thought it was hip hopera. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, this is interesting mm-hmm. that something we created got so big. I didn't even know it was actually about Alexander Hamilton until well <laughs> after it came out. I just thought it was about a, a brother named Hamilton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking God. I didn't, know I didn't it was about look Alexander. into it. You didn't even look at the, uh, I didn't Google poster, it. Like the poster guy. I new- saw a dude with a fucking a long car. I thought it was a pimp. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, thought, no, you I didn't. swear to God, Nay, I swear no, to God. Didn't. I didn't look into it that hard because I don't really do musicals. I, I like musicals as long as there's like dialogue and then a song. But yeah. a musical where it's three hours of just motherfuckers singing, yeah. no. So when I saw it was a musical, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. But I still thought it was cool that it was a black production that got this big. Mm-hmm. But once I saw the audiences, I was like, <laughs> oh, wait. This is 99.9% white people. I was like, okay, this is weird. And then I saw it was about Alexander Hamilton. I was like, oh, now I get it. But now I'm confused about why they chose this story, not something else. Well, um, did you look into it? Because I didn't know if you were going to no, tell no, the reason no, why. Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda. Oh. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. read like a book about Hamilton and uh, like read a book about Alexander Hamilton and started writing the like the lyrics and the, the music. And it just kind of grew from there to like turning into a whole thing. Uh, and I will, I do want to kind of double back and say for the record that like, obviously the way that you all feel about this country or the way that I feel about this country, like, I guess I kind of put that aside to enjoy this because I feel like it's really creative, but I do in a lot of ways agree with what y'all are saying about like the like dick writing of the founding fathers that happened and the ways that they're portrayed differently from, I, I get it. I get what y'all are saying. Yeah, I had a tough time with that too, Sally. Like, mm-hmm. like because I, I did, like, I honestly did think it was produced really well. You know what I mean? I, I really did. I even like, but I just didn't like the like the story. I didn't like the story they were telling. I, I didn't, didn't like the, any other the, performances. I, I, I got some standouts. Like you mentioned, really? never, never satisfied. Uh-huh. She was Angela. What's her name? Angelica. 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 Her real name Angelica. is Angelica. Just did it. Just did it. He just did it. Now her name is Angelica. Angelica for 17-7. <laughs> <laughs> she was with Jerome Washington. <laughs> she was with Jerome Washington. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the uh Tyrone Jefferson? <laughs> Tyrone Jefferson. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Never satisfied. Name got changed. What'd you say? What was the person in Game of Thrones whose name got changed? Oh, um, what was his name? <laughs> name got changed in Game yeah, of Thrones? When I when I said his name, I said what is it? I said his name, Tyrone or something oh, like that. Oh, the dude. Oh, Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> not, not Tyrion, the other dude, the big dude. We had changed his Tormund. name. Then we changed his name. Yeah, Tormund? Yeah. What did you change it to? I, think I said Tyrone. I think yeah, so. something like that. So, right. I said something. But that's different. <laughs> no, that's but like, okay. I, I like never satisfied because she was spitting on that. At least it was. Come on, man. I'm talking about as far as like on, she kept my attention. She kept my attention. And then someday her voice is beautiful. I couldn't tell. Someday with uh Burr and Hamilton, like 
I like that duet. Uh, Wait, is that the one when they were singing about their future kids? Yeah. Or when they had the kids? Yeah. That shit, no, nah, I didn't like that. I think I did like the end when they were kind of <laughs> harmonizing and singing together. Yeah. I thought that was cool, just listening to the way that Aaron was singing versus the way that um, that, that uh, Lin-Manuel was singing. I thought mm-hmm. that those contrasting voices, <laughs> I thought was pretty cool. It was beautiful. Who was the little skinny, the skinny brother? That was, that was, <laughs> the, the, the skinnier one. Was it Burr? Was he dark-skinned? Yeah, dark-skinned yeah. When he was rapping to that one chick, he was like trying to holler at her. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Excuse me, miss. I know it sounds funny, but your perfume smell like your daddy's got money. No. <laughs> 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 Who wrote this shit? (laughs) (laughs) This is supposed to be easy to get. (laughs) Easy to understand. White folks is loving this. I know, because to them, that's what rap still sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a lot of people that, there was a lot of uh, Eminem flows uh, throughout it. Where? Oh, David Day's gonna do that because he's like yeah. dope. But yeah. why did they get him to play two different parts? Because that confused the yeah, fuck out of them. A lot, a lot, of, them, a lot of them did that. The did one, they? Yeah, the one, the one who died mm-hmm. um, who for did? the black people. He played as a little kid or something like that. Yeah, Lawrence and his son. When the nine year old started rapping. He said, Daddy, oh, I'm a poet. I'm going to show up. Oh! <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't nine. Was he supposed to be nine? He was supposed to be yeah, nine. He was supposed to be nine. He was a grown-ass man. <laughs> right. What the fuck? Right. See, now I see why I'm so fucking confused. Yeah, yeah, was, he was supposed to be nine? He said it in his rap. He said, Daddy, I just turned nine. I he can did. count up to a dime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get, okay, I didn't know he was supposed to be nine. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. This shit, man. <laughs> They couldn't get like a little kid to come up there and just do a little not cute to, thing. Not real quick. to rap. You gotta rap. That's the thing. He could have rapped like a little, like a little kid could. Not a nine year old, really, but you know, a ten or twelve year old could have done that. Yeah. Like, you got a grown ass fucking thirty five year old man talking about I'm nine. The fuck? <laughs> Use your imagination. I tried. <laughs> I tried. But yeah, it took me out when she started beatboxing. That, beatboxing. Yeah, that did it for me. I was yeah. like, what in the? <laughs> it was supposed to be funny. Like a lot of the like, it was. It was supposed to be funny or cute, and it was because she's so like a square for lack of a better term. When he nine, if he mm. want to spit you a rap. <laughs> <laughs> in the house, though, you don't put that. They were supposed to be in the house. You don't put that on Broadway. You know what I'm saying? But Tyler, so the hip, the the rhyming of the like, it reminds me obviously that Spike Lee movie of it was the Chirac. As far as like the consistent rhyming, did that not bother you, or did you actually get in into it even more because of that aspect of the storytelling? Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, I like musicals. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've liked musicals since I was little. So that's going to kind of influence the way that I feel about just the the general things that they use in musicals. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so yeah that didn't bother me because I was expecting it going into it. And um, actually, I didn't see Charette. So I have no basis of comparison in that regard. See, and that's why I was thinking of, when I was watching this, like as soon as it started off, like, Rod, you said the first 20 minutes, like you could tell it was like going to be rapid. 15. 15. <laughs> so as y'all being dead in, is it hard? Like, I know you said it was torture. Is that because like y'all critique like actual rap music? So for, to hear, it sounds good in theory, right? Oh, this is a Broadway play, but it's also a hip hop show too. Yeah, I think we're going to be a lot harsher uh, because of our how much we do listen to hip hop, but 
Honestly, though, I I, I think I slightly disagree. I'm like, I, I do think some of the performances were good. Um, who? Besides David. I, I think they all had moments. I think they all had their moments where they had, oh, that, that actually flowed pretty well. Mm-mm. I do. I do think like some of them had their moments. And I wasn't and I wasn't too too mad at the uh at the battle thing either. Which one though though the cabinet battle? <laughs> yeah, the cabinet battle. <laughs> it was corny. It was super corny, but, but it, it was but it was done, it was executed well though. I don't know, man. It's weird. I'm I'm in a really weird place with this. It's because this of that thing. spinning stage. That's what got you, right? <laughs> the spinning stage was actually kind of cool. It yeah. did add something to it. Like with that, yeah, it did add something to it actually. The battle was live. But you had to do the battle, though. You had to. Like, you can't do a hip hop complete hip hop show without a battle. They could have brought. Man. They could have brought somebody in there that could have done that. Like, like I, again, I don't know who wrote the raps and shit. It's, it's got to be pretty complicated to write raps for the entire, for the entire thing. Yeah. But maybe for certain parts, they should have gotten help because that didn't sound good at all to me. He wrote really? the whole. He wrote the whole thing. Lin Manuel. I mean, Lin-Manuel he's definitely. Wrote the whole thing. He's definitely talented. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's definitely talented. It's just this shit. Literally, after like thirty minutes, I was uh, I had already told myself in my head, like I'm not doing this. There's no fucking way I'm doing so this. Did, you didn't like the King of England songs, man. That's <laughs> what was boy. what was okay? So they got the white dude to come out here and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> that dude is yeah. no. Yes, it was white people funny. No, that yeah, because I'm confused. Funny. I didn't laugh at all. That, that was, was funny. Boy. Yeah, because yes. when he would start doing yeah. the show thing, yeah, yeah, man. We like, <laughs> what did y'all talk? For real, oh, I'm in the yeah. twilight. We do all sat there with that little, that little, yeah. that little pimp walk. Yeah, I am in the twilight. <laughs> before, before he spoke, the entire audience started laughing, and I was like, "What's yeah, happening? I was like, Who is this guy?" Me too. I thought he was like a famous actor yeah, until he came up, and I was like, "Okay, it's just a random white guy. His name's probably Scott. I have no idea who he is." And then he starts talking, and I was like, "Why are they laughing?" Well, I think a he po- is someone though. I think, but the oh, only thing he? I knew about him, and the girls had to tell me this, is like he's a voice actor and he's done like Frozen and stuff like that. Oh, so he is known to people. I don't know if he's known as a comedian, huh. but I think the fact that he was, I don't know, it, it seemed like they were, they already knew once he came on stage. Because I was a little thrown off by that too, that he was supposed to be the comic relief. Maybe it was people that saw the play. That's right. what I was gonna say. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think because people this saw the play. Well, people no, saw this before in this. the audience. There were people who might have seen the play in the audience already and so when they came oh, out oh I see I yeah. get it yeah, okay be because like this, gotcha. this gotcha. was the gotcha. uh, 2016 recording just together. this was the 2016 recording well it's from three different ones that it's, makes sense yep because um, motherfuckers three. were sweating in one and they weren't sweating in the other and yeah that makes sense yeah they was tired uh, like after, after a couple of scenes some of the niggas was rapping tired as hell they yeah was like, the thick one with the deep voice <laughs> that guy John yeah. Adams no I guess um, I don't know Madison yeah, sure. Oh, James Madison. And and Molly, he played the Oh, spy. the Gruskin, mm-hmm. the big Gruskin. Yeah, the one that was at the table with um the B Diggs. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, he was he was running out of steam towards the end. Mike, you mentioned something earlier about this possibly being like a menstrual show or reverse. Or reverse menstrual show. That's Kendall. Or I Kendall. didn't say that. That's it. I mean, I said it, but <laughs> <laughs> is can like should we not should we not tell these stories? As far as like us, as far as black people, aren't and they black told and brown? Enough? Aren't these stories told enough? Like, but it's a part of American history if you grow up so in America, what? right? White history is told enough. Oh, That's yeah. why I don't understand why this was made. Yeah. Like there's so many stories about black people that aren't, aren't being so, told. Yes. So it's like, why are we picking a white story? Yeah. And I mean, it's not it, even like an interesting white story. It's the start of the country. Mm. Are you happy about that? <laughs> but but I still think the the randomness. <laughs> 
country. Bro, I don't care. I'm just saying that's interesting to a to lot white of people. people. We've heard this before. I think it's interesting. Well, you're kind of a nerd a little bit. Not as an insult, what? but you're like, I you like, <laughs> no, for, I mean, I'm a nerd. He's been throwing shots at you all weekend. That was a shock. He was trying to say you a nerd. <laughs> I said, all of us are nerds. Don't get it messed up. You're a nerd too, Nick. Right. I'm saying, but you would probably enjoy this type of information. I don't care because I've already heard this. I don't need this story reiterated. I mean, I did so read it. Well, have you heard? Like, see? Oh, see? I'm see? <laughs> told you. Question. What's up? So if the story was told from a Black perspective or with the Black experience involved in it a little bit more, would it have been the same thing? Nah, because then it would have been a fucking slave story, and I'm sick of hearing those. It, Mike, you can't be satisfied. It can, um, creatively, like, without it being a slave story. Look, like, man, tell, really give me a Huey P. Newton fucking Hamilton play. Those give me that shit. But that Washington has not been done. Play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Carver Just eat Go make some butter. peanuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with that made the peanuts? It's the same too. See? Clearly we need it, kid. We need it. Clearly we need it. <laughs> Maybe they need to be rapping and y'all remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the randomness <laughs> of, of Hamilton being the guy, right? Because it's not like he set out to do this. It was, he read this book. He was like, oh, that's a pretty cool story. So, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's not intentional, I guess is what I'm saying. And like, if it was intentional, I can understand what you guys are saying. It's like, why are we telling these stories all over again? But it was really from the, what he said, pure and honest. And I, I'm okay with that. Cause, cause here's the thing, here's what's going to happen. And, and because, like, you're talking about the history of this country and should we tell these stories? These stories have been told and they've been whitewashed and, and you know, crystallized and made these things to be out these big, beautiful stories. But the true darker history of America will be retold and that is going to come out. So this, this idea of these founding fathers being these great guys or whatever, it's like, it's, it will be completely gone away in years to come. They are doing that now. The The... The downfall of American history is going to be the internet because all of this information is completely readily available to everybody. So mm -hmm. they can no longer put it in books and write it in a way to make them look more favorable. But they than did they that with are. this. They made Alexander Hamilton <laughs> look like a hero and he was a fucking scumbag. They, they, I got the fact that he was an arrogant and an ass. He even said that stuff. He can say it, but he's fucking dancing around and singing it. So it's like, it doesn't have the same effect. Like when you're fucking throwing your leg up and blah, 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 like you can say whatever you want, but it's going to sound good. When Usher's talking about fucking mad chicks, it sounds cool and okay because of the way he's singing it. Until you really sit there and think about what he's saying, then you're like, okay, that, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. If it stopped there for some people, but what if people actually go, oh, that was interesting. Let me see what else is out here. Ain't nobody got that. There could be people, but I, I, don't, I don't think that this is going to be that detrimental to, like, the history of, the, of this, this country. So you I agree with that. So you don't, you, don't, you don't have a problem with them glossing over the ugliness of it? Like, like... The slavery and all that. You don't have an issue with they just they just told her almost they a didn't gloss hour. over it. What the fuck they did? Yeah. They, they mentioned it. What slaves were in this movie? Dude, this I mean, thing is three hours long. I'm just you not, see a get, single slave. So what are we gonna say? Ow. What? Something? Ow. <laughs> they could have gave him a verse. Let a slave get a verse. You don't want to hear a slave rapping. Why not? <laughs> I'm dead ass. I'm not even making a joke anymore. Like y'all completely skipped over. 
all of the fucked up shit these people were doing. You couldn't have one slave come out and spit a verse about how much of an asshole some of these people are? Instead of having these dudes dancing around and fucking singing and breakdancing and shit? It's bothering me. I don't want to see a slave breakdance. No, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Y'all want to feel good about these fucking slave owners. That's going to work. Tripping the stomach all over each other. I will say that I enjoyed the fact that there were so many talented people that I've seen in other things, and I loved the music, and their voices were beautiful. Is there any, which one stand out to you as far as like the scenes or uh, song? We'll be back after this quick break. So uh, I really liked. I, I didn't. I didn't know that um, Leslie Odom Jr. that much, and I think that his voice. He was the dark skinned one who played Aaron oh, Burr. Yeah. And I think especially um, the song that Ken didn't like when he was doing the duet with Lynn Manuel. His voice is gorgeous. I think that he's a really he has a really pretty voice. I think the um, chick who played Angelica. Is her name Rachel? I can't stop. Whatever. I don't know what her name is. Her, her Renee, uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry. And she actually. Yeah, her. Great. Um, Everybody her knows. Is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, her voice is phenomenal. I think that she did a really good job. David Diggs I knew of before and I really enjoyed him as well. So the music um, from like just from a musical aspect, the music, I would listen to the soundtrack over and over personally. So just kind of going back to my point. Just fuck what I said. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, y'all. Well, I, I thought the up. same thing. Well, I was like, yeah, I did. Too. Yeah. I, so I mean, anyway, I mean, but you got it out though. I mean, you know, I just want to go back to my. <laughs> y'all know my memory been gone lately. Mm-hmm. Nah, you ain't gotta tell us. Go ahead, do you? So this is this is a tweet from my, I don't know this guy, but Ajuma Baraka. Y'all know him. Why would we know? I don't know. He, he, I, I just want to make sure that I... I he looked dead at me. Because I'm like, nigga, I'm African. Look at one of your cousins. You yeah, know what, nigga? I, I looked am. around the room. Do all y'all know each other, nigga? <laughs> you did look at Dick. You got a couple. <laughs> I looked around the room. But, but he kind of just said what I... Kind of similar to what I was saying, how they glossed over. He said, he said, want to eliminate white supremacist revisionist history and symbols? Question mark. Let's include this revisionist insulting nonsense represented by the play and now movie Hamilton. Mm. It's not just the colonized dressed up. It's, it's not just the colonized dressed up as white folks as a myth of an anti-slavery ha- Hamilton. Ooh, they got us doing their own fucking work for them. That's kind of right. that's kind of interesting. Yeah, man. It's it's. I don't know, y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That he's never gonna be president now. Going back to Nay's points, we're trying to be positive. <laughs> that he's never gonna be president now. That shit was kind of a jam, though. Y'all like that one? He's never going to be president president now. now. He's never going to be president now. That shit was kind of (laughs) tight. I just thought it was so... Sometimes it made me wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody said that shit. So freaking cool, man. He literally said that. Like, you can really see, like, the way that the politicians and stuff act now was very much so present in the formative years of this country. How they were just hating on on Hamilton, how they conspired to take him down, like all of that stuff still exists today. I just thought that was that was interesting. And you man. felt bad for Hamilton a little bit, didn't you? Hell no. Yes, you did. No, well, I bet not. most people did. Why would they? Because they were conspiring against him, and Hamilton was trying to do these good things, and everyone was trying to take him down. I guess I looked at it as you're probably right. There probably were some people that did may felt sorry for him, but I just. The way I look at it, just politics. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't pay attention to the political part of it, I guess. I think to um, what Tyler kind of said, it's like I almost took, because yeah, all that's all the stuff that you're saying I agree with. It was problematic because I, I actually ended up watching this probably a total of three times over the weekend. Don't do me. Don't do me, Mike. Yes, I told you it was, it was just on the TV all the time. It ain't on. You put it on. Anyway, thank you. I woke up and like, what are you watching? (laughs) I just heard like people singing. I'm like, what is? What are you? I enjoyed it, but (laughs) (laughs) you thought you was in Snow White? I didn't know what was going on downstairs. Anyway, so I had to, like Tyler said, you kind of have to take all of that out of it and just enjoy it. The political part I didn't enjoy as much as I just did the the story of his family like the story about him you know the sisters being both being in love with him the, him losing his son all that stuff is what interested me that and the music I didn't even pay attention to the political part because that was the part that bothered me so I almost like I had to Locked ignore out. it in order to enjoy it Tyler does this still hold up for you even after you saw it live versus watching it on tv or however you watch it um did you still get the same feels, especially seeing the original cast? Yes. And it's like, I know that I'm kind of, in some ways, the odd man out here, even though, you know, like, Nay and, like, uh, Ken, you all have, like, mentioned parts of it that you all enjoy. Like I said, I think I'm coming from a different perspective only because I grew up watching shit like Phantom of the Opera and, like, Avita and shit like that. And so for me, because I'm usually very much, like, you know, fist in the air, like, fuck, the, fuck this, fuck that, all that shit. But I didn't really even think about any of that when I was watching it, because I was just coming from the perspective of, wow, it's really cool to see like this diverse cast, these people of color, like on Broadway, making this amount of money, like telling a story in this way. So I just didn't really like think about any of the stuff that y'all are mentioning it though. Like, as you're saying, I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, and I kind of agree, but I just wasn't really coming at it or thinking about it from that vantage point. And so for me, like I said, coming from like being a fan of musicals since I was little and really, really enjoying this when I saw it live and then spending so much time like listening to it afterward, like Wait For It is actually the number one played song on my Apple Music on Mm. my phone because I used to listen to that song on repeat after the first time I saw Hamilton. And so like seeing Leslie Odom Jr. sing that because I've been hearing him sing it. And when I saw it live, it was somebody else, you know, but this is the first time I actually saw him sing it. And I thought he performed the shit out of it and sang the shit out of it. And I actually got like, I teared up a little bit. Like I had like tears coming out my face because I love that song so much. So like, you know, like that and then like Satisfy, y'all mentioned that earlier, like the songs that I tend to listen to the most still, I still had the same feeling listening to them. (laughs) No, I do. I feel it. I I, I get it, man. It's just, I can't block it out. That's, that's, that's my issue that I can't block it out. But I, but I do feel what Tyler's saying. I do like the fact that, you know. There, there are people of color that that has this. It's like ground. It's like one of the most popular plays in history at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's black people, so I, I feel happy for them. I just wish it was a different story. Well, don't you think this could possibly be like the the thing that breaks down the doors of walls to make right more like a catalyst plays? to get that stuff yeah, uh, like no. up there because that's stuff hasn't really been there thus far. Like when you look at like you know like the Phantom of the Opera and shit like that, which is um like I was actually looking at this a second ago because I was curious like the highest grossing Broadway musicals like the first one is the Lion King and then the second one is the Phantom of the Opera right so I'm gonna go with the Phantom of the Opera just because I've seen it more and I'm like way more familiar with it like that was written by like Andrew Lloyd Webber 
who wrote a bunch of the other musicals that are like the highest grossing shit on Broadway. You don't see, it's always been very like kind of, you know, upper crust in finger quotes, like white people that have gone to Broadway shows and have dominated the, that whole arena, you know what I'm saying? From creating and watching. So like I said, to me, just like, even though, yeah, I get what y'all are saying, but in terms of when you think about like breaking down those barriers and it kind of reminds me of, and I actually just thought about this, this quote by um, Patty McDaniel, who, you know, who played the uh, Mammy in Gone with the Wind. And she mm-hmm. was talking about how like she got so much hate from like for that from like black people. And she was like, you know, I could given our options right now, it's like I can be a maid and make $7 a week, or I can play a maid and make this amount of money. And I'm not saying that her portrayal of those like stereotypes wasn't harmful in some ways, but also she was like the first black woman to win or be nominated. Wait, was she the first? Did she win? I don't remember. She, she won. I believe. Huh? She won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so she, she was the first to be nominated and the first to win like um, an Academy Award. And I'm not saying that Academy Awards are just the end all be all of talent. I'm just saying in terms of like breaking down certain barriers and like getting past certain walls, like when you look at how like, like I said, upper crust white people Broadway has always been, we're not breaking into that shit talking about like George Washington Carver because the people that have enough money to go spend on Broadway shit don't give a fuck about that. So like maybe, you know, 50 years down the line, we'll have more black people that are getting like funding or getting greenlit to do shit on Broadway because of the doors that Hamilton broke down, you know? So that's just kind of the way that I'm thinking about it. And not, like I said, to um, discredit or dismiss the ways that portraying you know the founding fathers as heroes and not like this country wasn't founded on a whole bunch of fuck shit you know but i think that's just like another way of looking at it why didn't lion king break those barriers down well lion king wasn't written by like i feel like black people are not the people that are making money off of lion king like yeah there's people that are uh yeah i guess i see what you're saying yeah because because lion king is a fully fully like like uh, black production, like it's it's all like pretty much black people, the whole cast on the, on the, on Broadway, and it's a black story. Like, and it's a it's, black it's story. weird. It's weird to look at this like black mm-hmm. people knocking down a door by telling a white story that wasn't beneficial to black people. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I get I get what everyone's saying. I I do, but part of me just feels kind of gross and dirty about this whole thing because like like I said, I thought it was a fully black thing until I started seeing the audiences. And now that I've watched it, I get why it's as popular as it is because white people can see this and they can walk away feeling good so, because so, they feel like, oh, well, I supported the Negroes, but at the same time, it was still a story, story that I'm familiar with because it's our story. Yeah. But if it was a black story, it wouldn't have done what this, this production did. I don't even think white folks know about Alexander Hamilton like that. Get out of here. Yeah, he he isn't told, like his story isn't told the same way to like George Washington and like Abraham Lincoln and those motherfuckers are. I didn't know really any of that shit about Alexander Hamilton when I first got there. And that's me coming up through like the school system where I was in school with like mostly Mm -hmm. white people and shit like that. Well, not for my whole school career, but for like a significant chunk of it. And like, I don't know if y'all remember that Got Milk commercial where the dude had the peanut butter sandwich and, like, they were like, who shot Alexander Hamilton? He was like, Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah, I do. I remember. That's literally, I didn't even remember, like, at some point, like, when the dude kept saying his name was Aaron Burr, I'm like, oh, shit, that's from the Got Milk commercial. And then I, like, put that shit together and I was like, oh, okay. Because I didn't even remember when the radio 
did the the question that they were talking about Alexander Hamilton. Because I don't know shit about Alexander Hamilton. So mm-hmm. I don't think that story is told as much as like some other ones are. But that's kind of my point. So because that story wasn't told in detail, now it is. So are we any better for it? Like white people know who Alexander Hamilton is. It doesn't matter if they know every nuance and detail of his story. But now black people have gone on Broadway <laughs> and told the nuances and the details of this guy's story in kind of a positive manner. So now white folks can leave this and say, okay, now black people have told a story about one of our white heroes. So I just don't get it. The only thing that I saw that was negative about Alexander Hamilton was kind of the cheating part, which was, wasn't super like looking at me as a terrible person. It was kind of like, oh, I'm in love with both of these people, you know? <laughs> and the fact that he got his fucking son killed because he gave him that stupid ass advice. Yeah, he ended up following himself. You know, right. So other than that, I just don't, I, 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 I just don't see the point in this. I don't see the point. And I'm not shitting on what Lin-Manuel did. He did a great job by making raps about this entire thing for two and a half hours. But I just don't see the point. Why get a black cast to tell a white story? And it's not even a white story that was beneficial to black folks. I don't get it. For the country overall. There, there was a lot of criticism, even though if, to list the awards, this, sh- this uh, musical Broadway play won is, is a long list. They won all of them, pretty much. But the criticism, there, it's been there. There's been a lot of think pieces uh, to summarize it. While critics were overwhelmingly positive, various scholars pointed out historical inaccuracies in the show, not addressing Alexander Hamilton's participation in the genocide of Native Americans and in slavery, mm. as well as omitting voices that represented these aspects of history. So mm. the criticism is there. It's, it's just getting that, buried, I bet. Yeah. It's basically like how I think, like, when it's like a, a hit trap record, is like, are you really listening to the lyrics? Like, nah, this beat is banging. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, right. I can gloss over all that because all the raps and the music and the production and the whole shebang is just, it's so in your face and intense that you kind of get wrapped up in it. I think that's, that's pretty accurate. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, like, NWA struggled with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, talking, like, well, not just NWA, but other people, like, talking about some real fucked up shit. But it's like, yo, this shit sounds mm-hmm. hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's really accurate. Well, history as a whole um, losses over that. And, you know, as we move forward year after year, you start to see, like, Christopher Columbus is, you know, his, his day comes up and it's only so much longer they can go to continue to paint him as this hero. You know, um, I think at some point you see when Trump went to Mount Rushmore, then, you know, there were conversations coming up about that and the Native Americans got, you know, started to make their voices heard. So. Hmm. To your point, Mike, there was an opportunity to highlight those part, that part of his history or what the critics were saying also. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's getting buried. I think people are discuss, discussing it. Um, but I think going back to the discussion earlier about or the question you asked earlier about where does this take us or could this open doors? And I think it could because for years, that's <clears throat> all you heard about was Hamilton. And I thought it was really interesting to me to see black people interested in a musical and going to watching it and it's selling out everywhere, you know, and, and I wasn't fully aware that it was, I mean, I would assume that it were a lot of white people going to see it, Mm -hmm. but I heard black people talking about it more than white people, but I'm not around a lot of white people. Mm -hmm. The, the fact that you have 
this all black cast, these black people breaking all of these records, telling a white story and and being extremely successful in doing that. It, It shows that here's another area that black people can come in and be extremely successful if they find the right stories to tell and if they're talented enough to get those stories out. It doesn't always have to be about Hamilton. It could be about some other shit. Ew. Ew. What do you mean, ew? So this is an example of Black people being successful at telling a, an extremely white story. Mm-hmm. How is that a positive? Like, I'm so confused. We're talking about Imagine representation, because now all representation of a, in what? In okay. telling and, and, stories and, and, about racism? Because it's no. just like when tennis was dominated by white That's people. That's a and sport. Come, and it's not, it's not inherently racist sport. It's just that America uh, was, was if America was so racist, in general yeah. was racist. So, of course, those kinds of things are going to be predominantly, you know, dominated by white people. But we're telling a story where a lot of it is about racists. But it could be a launch pad for black people to get in this genre and start telling other stories. Yeah. Just like uh, tennis and golf was pre- were predominantly white and then black people enter it and then they dominate the field. This could be, uh, and, and then other uh, black people. Now you got Coco Golf, and then you have all these other people that come in. It's like, oh, I can do that too. And now they can come in and, and use this as a launch pad to maybe do other stuff that at one point wasn't seem like it was for That's us. That's not the same thing because the difference is that is a sport. This is storytelling. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of black stories that can be told. Mm-hmm. I get your point though, mm-hmm. that if they did tell a black story, it wouldn't have gotten as big. And no matter what anyone here tells me, I'm sure that that is partly why Lin-Manuel did this story. Because he knew goddamn well if he was telling a very black story, that shit would not have gotten as popular as it did. White people would not have gone to a play and watched a story about a black person like this. They wouldn't have. And he knows that. But at the same time, you were just talking about Trump going to Mount Rushmore and people speaking out. Imagine if Native Americans started making fucking movies about Christopher Columbus, but glossing over the fact Mm. that he killed a bunch of fucking Native Americans. You think the Native American community would be like, yes, this is great. Look at the production quality. Look how great this Native American person's voice is. No, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? This is crazy. They they should. I I don't know. Because I don't know much about their culture and how they, they, you know. Well, Tyler, I don't know if you can expound upon it, but as far as minorities or black people in the space of theater on Broadway on a main stage, I, I have to assume there's a lack of representation and this one stands out so much because of it. So if, if I'm someone who's like, who can finance another Broadway play, I'm like, oh, Hamilton went off with the all black cast. So what, what else she got? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's real. But also, I mean, I do want to say, Mike, I think what you just said about like Native Americans portraying like Christopher Columbus and how that would be like, I think that was very, very poignant. And that kind of like made me pause a little bit like, oh, like, I see what you're saying. I do want to say for the record, because like we're talking about like the black people that were playing the roles and how like the cast was really diverse and how that was great for representation. But I do want to point out that like part of the angle that Lin-Manuel was coming from is because Lin-Manuel is not black. He's Puerto Rican, you know, but he's like mm-hmm. kind of like white Puerto Rican in finger quotes. And yeah, he was more so coming from the space. I think I remember reading about this or that being a part of it of um, Hamilton being an immigrant because around the time that Hamilton, um, you know, got big and came out, there was a lot of conversation going on, you know, particularly in the news cycle as it relates to immigration and immigrants and the degree to which they cope, you know, contribute to society according to certain white people. 
And so I think that it's important to note that I that Lin-Manuel was more so coming from that avenue. And then it was like, oh, there's also this really diverse cast that includes a lot of Black people. But Lin-Manuel Miranda wouldn't have necessarily been setting out to tell a Black story. It's just there's a lot of Black people involved, which is part of the, you know, him bringing in a diverse cast. So I think that that's. I mean, even even him being Puerto Rican, I get what you're saying, but fine, then tell a Puerto Rican story or tell or tell a story that that involves all of us. Why tell a story that doesn't really involve any of us? But I think it's, it's hard. We can't gloss over uh, like the fact that he read this book and got inspired by this book. I'm not glossing over that. But I think that's important, though. And, Why? And the, it's because that's the origin story. Well, that's how than, we got here. It's more than just him reading the book. I think his, his father dealt with similar things. Of, of, and that's what kind of inspired him to see this story. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, I should tell the story. To, after he read the book? I don't Is know if it was saying? after. I think it, um, it might. It may be because he know his father's his father's story. He read this and see this and saw the similarities. Mm-hmm. He said his father or somebody dealt dealt with the same some similar issues here. It's just hard for me to blame somebody uh, for their source of inspiration. For, y- y'all are twisting shit. I'm not how- blaming <laughs> him for his source of inspiration. It's fine that he was inspired by this by this book. That's whatever. Which led but, to him writing this, okay. Sure, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, I'm not going to look at this as it's some net positive for black people or for colored people, for people of color, however you want to phrase this. I just, I can't. Because of the story that they're telling, yeah. it's weird to me. Like, they even made a point in the play to point out like, oh, we, I forget what the exact words were. They're like, oh, we immigrants do it better or something like yeah. that. Then they, then they high five. Yeah. And then you hear the audience, oh, yes, oh, yes. When half of y'all motherfuckers probably supporting fucking kids in cages. Well, because they, their motherfuckers are immigrants too. Say again? Because the white people are immigrants too. That ain't, the, that ain't why they clapped, bro. <laughs> that ain't why they clapped. <laughs> they probably don't even know they're immigrants. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they think they own everything. Right. But again, that's another point. It's like you're not driving any of this shit home. And I'm not saying that Lin-Manuel is a piece of shit or anything like that. I'm just saying that this whole thing just seems really weird. And I, I maybe I, I've only watched it today. Obviously, I just finished mm. for before I came up here. I haven't read any interviews with these people. I want to, because David Diggs is like down, down. Mm-hmm. Most so of I would are. say again. Most of yeah, them, are. yeah. I don't know any of the people besides him and Lin Manuel. I watched the interview. I watched because they on Disney. They have mm-hmm. a, a, what is it called? It's like a. Uh, it was uh, a Zoom like an after it, show. Yeah, something like that. Okay, whatever. And yeah, most of the people that were talking it down for the cause and stuff like that. So that made. So, so that's what I'm saying. I'm in a, I'm in a weird place with it. So I, I need them was to explain. Situ- I think it was a situation where like to Ken's point, he was inspired by this book or whatever inspired him. He wrote this story. And I think the point was to cast people based on their talent and not the color that these people were like, make it like a colorless cast. Like the color of these people is not what's important. It don't sigh, but it's about the fact that they can perform these these parts well, and can that then translate to other rap. theater? And dance <laughs> and sing. Well, another really? thing, though, it's like, bro, no, but yes, but, absolutely. But, 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 no, because they could have went and found some white folks to fucking dance and rap and shit. He specifically but got there white, were people. white people in it. There was like five, and they were in the back. Right, like, you know was what I'm saying? Eliza, was Eliza, Eliza white as hell? Yeah. She wasn't white. She, she, was, was. she was clearly some sort she of black ass. I didn't like her. She voice. was not white. She, she was like some kind of Latin. I think, I think she just had a little tan. That was just a little. I knew you had some cooking. She was a little dirty. No, she's Hispanic. Is she Hispanic, Tyler? You said it earlier, didn't you? 
Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I think so. Um, I'll look it up. But I think that he did specifically set out to have a diverse cast. Um, And another thing, so without going into like a whole bunch of details, so long before I saw Hamilton, I actually was the like the camera operator on uh, an interview with his mom, with Lin Manuel Miranda's mom, and so Mm -hmm. she was talking about like him as a kid and um, how he got bullied. And just like kind of his experience as a child and how like I saw this video of something that he did when he was in high school that was like super fucking creative. Um, And so going to Ken's point about like how he read this book and was like, oh, this story is interesting and got inspired by that and like wrote something that was again like really creative and dope and became like super successful. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Like I said, I don't think he was like setting out to... setting out to be on like some power to the people shit you know what i'm saying it was just like he got inspired by the story he wrote some creative shit that like like i said became super successful in an arena where people of color have been repeatedly or consistently like left out and then also pulled a lot of people of color like into that along with him because he wanted to have a diverse cast because in theory you know like i well yeah i guess i see what you're saying in terms of like how you know trying to get like a cast of white people to like rap and shit probably wouldn't have gone very well. But like yeah, they'd have loved that. White people don't they would have loved it, but shit. It, yeah, they got it but, got more criticism if that was the but, yeah. but from who? From us? Yeah. And it should. But here's the thing. I'm not I, and I, I I'm not saying that he was or should have been going out on some power to the people type shit. It's just at some point, I have a hard time believing that he didn't stop and think like, yo, is this the best move? <laughs> like I'm getting a really diverse cast, which is primarily black and and black and brown. Black and brown. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the best move for me to use this story? I'm not glossing over him getting inspired by the book, but bro, read another book. <laughs> like I'm sure there's plenty of books, and I'm and I don't want to sound like I'm I'm shitting on Lin Manuel. I just don't get his motivation unless it was the fact that he knew white people would be sucked into this story. That's why I brought up the fact that I think it was inspired by his father as well. And but what's the, the details with the father? Did you, did you... Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't look that up. But, but it's, but the it's immigrant very similar. Story. Yeah, the immigrant story yeah. with his father. But that, was the immigrant story here drove into where... It felt very heavy-handed. It, it's, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't let you It was? I'm sorry, it, I didn't let you finish. No, no, finish, because I must have missed it. It was, was, it, was it really It sounded like he kept... Like every... It felt like immig- the word immigrant kept being dropped. He wanted to okay. make America seem like this is an immigrant story, even though people look at these Holy white, shit. like the four, the forefathers as like the purest white of things. At least that's my take is like, he's flipping the theme of how America got started by it being an immigrant story. So yes. this makes this worse yes. for me. Because now you are trying to twist these racists into this immigrant power story. If, if what you guys are saying is true, you, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because to me, that's what I Bro. got from it. Because, like, okay, now the, scene, the, the scene you mentioned, as far as like, oh, immigrants get the shit done or get the job yeah, yeah, done, yeah. and they slap high five. It's like, yeah, this is like we leaning into this part of the story. But they're not talking about like, for lack of a better phrase or term, they're not talking about colored immigrants. They're just talking. They're about just talking about over this other white people who yeah. have came to this country. So it just seemed, I don't know, man. I don't want to keep dogging this shit um, out. So to, to, to what you were saying earlier, I think if, if he intentionally set out to, cat, to, to make the cast um, 
with more people of color and diverse, mm-hmm. maybe there was some thought into um, the, uh, the the overall story itself. Um, and maybe he decided ultimately that there may have been, um, I, I really need to, I was thinking beauty in, but I don't think that's the right word. But the idea of using people of color to tell this story would would be far more interesting than going to get a whole bunch of white people. So maybe he did think, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he would think that, oh, I need to. And I've heard, it's bothering me because I've listened to multiple interviews with him talking about this. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. listened to so many podcasts about Hamilton mm-hmm. that is, some of this, the, the, the stuff that I've heard is escaping me is somewhat frustrating um, at this moment. But I think for me, I, and I don't, gloss over your criticism of the film because I, 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 I agree with some of the things you guys are saying. My thing is that I would want to see where he goes from here. Like, so what is his next story? What is his next play? He going to retell Roots, but from the white standpoint? Because I want to, I want to, I want to, like, because I, I, I was curious. It's like, why Hamilton? Right? Why Hamilton? And then I read it and then I was like, oh, okay, I, that makes sense to me. I can go with that. Um, but what are you going to do now? I'm sure he's heard the criticism. So what other story are you going to tell? It's interesting because I've not heard a drop of criticism about this. So I really expected... You got to catch up because it's... it's, Oh, really? I can send you some stuff, but yeah. Okay. I expected to walk in and everyone be like, you're out of your mind, Mike. No, no, no. I I literally was not going to finish this and then Mm. just not be on the video because I didn't want to be a dick. And, well, I'm always a dick, but I don't want to be like, (laughs) shitting on this when everyone else loved it. I assumed that everyone here was going to love this. I thought that from y'all, well, not you, because as soon as I seen it, I was like, Mike, I can't expect him to do <laughs> this shit. But I thought that, I, I thought Ra was going to like it yeah, me for too. some reason. Why? I don't know. I don't know. You just seem like a nigga that was just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I thought this would touch you some type of way, like <laughs> the production and all that stuff. But, um, I mean, I want, I want Tyler to close it out because I feel like she can say the most nice things about this. <laughs> but for me, it's just... Again, like we started off saying, like, it's, it's well done. He did a great job for him to write this, to come up with the concept, to push this forward, and this to be, like, his big hit and, and all that. Like, that's great and all. And I, and I give him all his flowers for that. But like you were saying, Ken, like, I want to see what story he tells next because clearly this is the cash cow. I mean, he made 75 mil. Like, there was a bidding war for it. I thought this was like... 75 mil. Disney bought it for $75 million. Yeah. Of course they did. That is fucking Because they ain't got insane. shit. Well, Disney Plus ain't got shit. All because show. he read a motherfucking book. All because he got black people to tell a white story. Mm-hmm. That's why. If this, was, if this was white people who wrote this with a bunch of white people acting and dancing around, this would be nothing. No, they would have got 150 mil. No. It wouldn't have <laughs> even, it wouldn't even been on anybody's radar. It wouldn't Maybe. have. It wouldn't have. It, it's the fact that he got black people because what he did was so fucking smart. He told a white story, so it automatically sucks white people in, but he got black people to do it, which makes us go see it. Because you know damn well if this was not black folks, none of us here besides Tyler and maybe Nay would have watched this shit. I wouldn't have watched it if we weren't planning on doing it because I ain't <laughs> fucking musicals. But, well, there you go. But, but you ended up watching it because we're a black podcast and we needed to cover it. So he's, mm-hmm. getting, he's getting both audiences. So it's smart, but at the same time, I'm just, I, I feel gross about it. I feel dirty about it. I don't it. know. I, I, I see an opportunity. I'm, I'm on the other side. I see an opportunity in this space uh, in the future. And to do more white stories? Right. 
to do more stories in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to do more stories. But it's like, okay. So would you be cool if he, if they, if he did another one? Another white story or just another story? Another, another white story. story. Would y'all complain then? It depends on how you do it. See? See? And but this, and this is now is the problem. Broadway are white stories. Like, almost all of the stories on Broadway are white stories. But that's the but point. So why do they have black people them. doing it? I'm sorry, Tyler. Finish what you were saying. I'm sorry. I'm saying, I mean, like, most of them are, like, 9 out of 10 or probably, like, 99 out of 100 are white stories with white people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, get having this diverse of a cast on Broadway was a really big fucking deal at the time. Like, the same way, I think it was, like, around the same time that, like, Misty Copeland got to where she did as, like, the first black ballerina in the, I don't remember what the name of this shit is, but, like, one of, the, you know, the biggest ballerina company or whatever it's called. And it was, like, a really big deal that, like, she got into this space where, like, we had been traditionally left out. And so, like, I don't. I, I just wanted to kind of disagree with what you said a second ago about like if this were white people, then it, we wouldn't be talking. I mean, maybe we wouldn't be talking about it, but it's still I don't think that it wouldn't have made the same amount of money. Because like, I mean, Phantom of the Opera, I was just looking, has made like six billion dollars. Maybe not six billion, six something. Um, <laughs> I had it up a second ago and I like like got rid of it. When you look at like how much money like stuff like that is made, that's white people telling those stories. So I don't think that that doesn't make money. That's what always makes money. Nah, you guys left out a very key part that I said, which was white people dancing and rapping. If this was a play with white people dancing around and rapping, no one would have watched this. Bro, if Lil Dicky and Bo- and, and <laughs> fucking uh, I was gonna that? say that yeah, Bubba um, Sparks and <laughs> get out of here. They they would not oh, have wow. Post Malone and them motherfuckers up there. They'd be loving because this. The shit. thing is, it wouldn't have gotten the acclaim that it got. It wouldn't have. I understand. I wasn't so saying think, that. So you think that people just so them seeing the fact that it was black people is like, oh my god, this is amazing because black people are doing this thing that is normally reserved. No, for white like people. I said a minute ago. I'm asking. No, I know. I, I hear you. Like I said a minute ago, it's sucking in two audiences. Mm-hmm. It's sucking in white folks that would already go to see these plays that Tyler's talking about, and then it's sucking in black people who would never go see a play like. But this. you don't think the fact that it was black people is leading to some of these awards? That they're mean? just surprised that black people are able to even do something like this. Yes. But to me, that's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Because the black folks that are going to see this and they're hyping it up are now pushing this white story to the top of the charts. And it's bizarre. Because I saw so many rapper friends that I know, black and white, they're just like, oh my God, this is so powerful. This is amazing. Some of them are like, I left crying. And I'm like, yo, for real? Yo, thug ass left crying? I really need to see this at some point. And when I was in New York at one point a couple years back, we did try to go see until they were like, these tickets are 150. I'm like, have a good time. I'm not going. To your point, those ticket prices separate the audience as far as like who's going to go see it and who don't. I bet black folks pay that. that's, That's one of the things Tyler has been saying. Yeah. Is that, you know, for the most part, we can't go, but there was a lot of people finding money to go. But it's just like, man, fuck. Tyler Perry's a problem, and now Lin Manuel's a problem. Tyler God Perry, damn, we been a problem, we, bro. We, can we find somebody? Hey, I like in, Madea, in theater. I like Madea go to jail. <laughs> I, that's the musical I like. Is that what you want to see, Mike? <laughs> if you want to see Lin Manuel doing that shit, <laughs> all right, fine. Y'all, y'all let Lin Manuel tell fucking the hood, whatever y'all. That what whatever. You see, Mike? <laughs> I'd rather see that than this. Yes. You want to see Lin Manuel do Baby Boy? Yes. <laughs> I bet he do a better job than John Singleton did. <laughs> I want to so, see the story. Whoa, whoa, whoa. About the- Are we slandering okay. Baby Boy right now? Is that what's happening? 
oh, Baby Boy is trash. Maybe not quite as as torturous as this, but yeah. You're going to hear our review come out soon. Baby Boy. Well, I'll classic. say this. I, <laughs> classic, thank you. I wish you was there. I don't. Shit. I needed somebody, Tyler. Shit. I really enjoyed it, um, watching it. I will never see this again. But my experience, I enjoyed it. I think this one go round, this one this round trip was good enough for me. Say, I got the same sentiments, Ken. Nay, uh, shit man, problematic. African too, bro. You're this shit problematic, like, man. I'm sorry. I'm, what you mean? I'm, I'm saying you're supposed to be fist up all the time. <laughs> no, I'm saying I, I can watch it once and I don't need to see it again. Oh, that's the part you agree with. Yeah. Not like, that you really enjoyed it. No, nah, I mean, it's. it was funny to be like, this is what everybody was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I was watching it with my homeboy, and I'm like, this was the fucking... No, I get... No, Ken, trust me. I get it. Yo. The reason why I'm laughing is because I get it. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the story, and I'm like, bro, this ain't it for real. But for I real. do appreciate everything else. It's like literally everything else but... It's, it's the butterheads of musicals for me. I had no idea that this was a black cast. I, when I heard about Hamilton, I, I didn't even know the fact. I didn't know it was black. Cast. Oh, I, I knew that immediately. Yeah, I, I saw it to be Diggs was there. So I was yeah. like, oh, I got to see this shit. This yeah. going to be tight. It's going to be motherfucking shooting, killing. You know what I'm saying? All kinds of shit. Drugs, <laughs> chicken, watermelon. All of it. I will say the black characters, like most of the most of Alexander Homeboys was drunks for real in the, the first act. And then like the black girl, he cheating on her with his wife. and then. Burr is the is the the Judas and all this shit. I was like, okay. yeah, he was a hater for real. But oh, the beat was ooh, was good. Ooh, that's though. a good point. Wait, did y'all see uh, the dark skin guy gonna fuck up the light skin guy? That's some Tyler Perry. Did y'all see blind spotting? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tyler. Did y'all see blind spotting? Yes, yes. yes. Did y'all like it? Yeah, it was yes. incredible. Do y'all think that he would have had the same platform to get blind spotting out there if he hadn't been? No, no, hell no. That's that's the thing that I liked about this. I felt like I'd seen everybody in this cast and something, and I knew I probably wouldn't have if it hadn't been for this production. Man, he was on SVU. He was already doing some shit. You he was doing SVU. SVU. Yeah, everybody was on SVU. You know what I'm saying? The no, nigga from the blind side was on this view. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not okay. All right, never mind. I, I was, I'm gonna stop shitting on this shit. All right, Tyler, Tyler, take us out. S- tell us, good. give us something good. Give me something good. Tell me. Yes, tell me why you like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's on the spot right now. Uh, but no, I mean, just just like I, said, I, I do see a lot of what y'all are saying, even though I hadn't previously thought about it that way. I do see a lot of what y'all are saying, but you know, like I, I still see the ben- I, I still like it. And again, like for people, musicals are a very specific genre of shit that most people can't sit through unless they just like shit like that. So if this is y'all first musical then that's absolutely going to influence, like, how you feel about it. And I also want to say for the record that uh, I don't think they were trying to, like, rap rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, in finger quotes. It was just, like, a kind of, like, a different way to tell a story or a different way to do a musical that had not previously been done on that scale in on Broadway. And like I said, I think it potentially, like, opened up. That's why I brought up the blind spotting thing about how that was beneficial or opened up some doors for the people involved. Um, and also for more people of color to be in shit on Broadway or to write shit that's on Broadway. So I don't know. I just I see both sides. Not just some angry Negroes, man. <laughs> not usually. Dot 
Da da da. I was singing that all day. Oh man, that's just. I don't know why that stuck with me. I'm like that da 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 da. That felt like a spit coming off his lip and shit. Yes, he was in it. He was banging. He was. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, those are <laughs> like I said. I like Annie and I like West Side Story. You know, they could get some. Look, get some. Get some brothers to do West Side Story. I criticize this white story, but you like those two white stories. West Side Story wasn't white. Maria, motherfucker. <laughs> Maria, Maria. I don't say that wasn't a West Side Story. <laughs> All right, that was. This, those are our thoughts. <laughs> On Disney's Hamilton, um, please let us know in the FPS podcast thread uh, on Reddit. Um, please let us know what you guys think about it. Did you like it? Love it? Hate it? Where were we wrong or right? Um, also, FPS podcast on IG and Twitter. You can leave your comments as well. Uh, Tyler, thank you once again for holding it down. Holding it down. P.O.P. Holding it down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we always we always appreciate you coming through. But I'll do it for us this week. Yeah, peace. Peace, y'all.